You're listening to Lead Him to Life, where it's our prerogative to explore what it means to be authentically human and fully alive. We have far more questions than answers, but believe that extraordinary answers can be found in the ordinariness of a journey. I'm your host, Emily Leadham. Hey friends, welcome to Lead Him to Life. This episode is a little different. I wanted to put out a little mini episode in the midst of this Holy Week and uh, just to offer some of what God has kind of been doing in my heart this week and hopefully uh, to offer a little bit of encouragement to yours. So last week was my birthday. Uh, I think I turned, what did I turn? 20, 28? I think I'm 28. Full disclosure, 27 was my year. I felt like I was 27 for the last probably 10 years, but I'm so disappointed because I spent the first half of my 27th year thinking that I was 26, so I feel like I totally missed this full year that I was excited about, Uh, but I still kind of feel 27 now that I'm 28. Anyways, I digress. My husband asked me last week what we wanted to do for my birthday. And the first thing that came out of my mouth was cry. And then I, because of because of the, the pandemic and because of what's going on in the world, and I just felt this real sadness about not being able to be with my family and friends uh, and to do the traditions that we normally would have done, gone out to my favorite restaurant, uh, whatever it might be. So I said cry. And then I remembered that it was my personal motto to choose joy amidst the ordinary chaos, and I tried to pull myself pull myself out of it, Uh, which started out really well. So that was in the morning. Decided, okay, no, Emily, my motto is to uh, choose joy. I'm gonna pull myself out of this. Here we go. I had the most delightful morning. I played music. I had. dance parties by myself in my kitchen, making coffee. Uh, it, it started out really well. And then about noon hit and the grief started to set in. And I, in some ways, I'm embarrassed to admit that because in a lot of ways, a birthday is just a birthday and it's not about me and all of these things. But regardless, I started to grieve the things that we uh, normally would have been doing uh, if it weren't for the current pandemic. And I started looking ahead to Easter and thinking, okay, what is Easter going to be like? Easter is my favorite holiday. The last several years, I've just naturally woken up really early on Easter with an immense amount of joy and Uh, excitement and gratitude and all of these things and and looking forward to what the day would include, time with family and uh, friends, phone calls, my favorite treats, etc. And to be honest, a lot of sadness welled up within me. Uh, It wasn't persistent for the whole day, but it was present nevertheless. And I thought, okay, maybe I just need to take charge. I, uh, he, you know, here we here we go. We can do this. I got this. I'll create my own own joy. Uh, and even though I tried, by the time Matt got home that evening, the sadness and the anxiety were really still there. And I felt guilty for being self-absorbed in some ways. You know, birthdays aren't actually that important, I told myself. And this is an opportunity to just lay myself down. Ah, uh, you know, I'm so noble that I, I can lay myself down like that. But then I realized that the emotion was still there 
And what I was aiming for was really a false sense of humility, of pretending that it was fine um, when it was actually uh, just pride kind of coming out sideways um, to think, oh, it doesn't matter. My grief is nothing is actually a disordered form of pride. Uh, It's a false humility. And so then the thought came, just sit in it, Emily. You don't have to stay there forever. You don't have to live in that uh, nonstop. But it's okay to just sit in it for a while. In fact, I was reminded this past summer, uh, last year, I was was really grieving um, kind of some intense things, uh, work-related in some ways, uh, faith-related, I suppose, in a lot of ways. But I was grieving, and I went to Best Buy, uh, and I, I was just trying to, like, make sense of all these things. I had to run to Best Buy, and uh, I, was, I was looking for a microphone, actually, for the podcast. I'll look at that. And I was so overcome by just the grief that I was experiencing uh, at that time from some of the difficult news that I had gotten. And I was trying to make sense sense of it. And I kept on thinking, okay, just, you know, hustle forward and create an, you know, create a new normal and uh, move, move on, move on. And there in the floor of Best Buy, there was this moment where I sat down pretending to look at microphones and I just sat there and I grieved. I didn't sob. I didn't sob. They probably would have thought, what the heck is wrong with this girl? I didn't sob. Uh, but I just sat there and allowed myself to feel the grief of what was happening. The sadness of what I, what I had, you know, the news that had come my way. And, um, and I just, I needed to grieve it. And all I can tell you is that I walked out of Best Buy changed that day. Uh, And not that suddenly it all went away and that all was well, but it was the time that I needed to really grieve. Um, As we find ourselves here in Holy Week with the world being canceled around us, I think it's tempting to want to hustle, to Let's use this time for self-improvement to create new things. Um, We want to almost go digging for meaning in all of this. Um, We want to dig for personal development. Let's let's utilize this time to really get in shape. Or, you know, let's utilize this time to, I don't know, like get all of the house projects done that we've ever wanted to get done. And those are not bad things. I I think there's a reality to that, that this space has opened up for this. But I don't think that we have to go digging for it. I think that these things will naturally rise up if we're paying attention. In the middle of this Holy Week, there was this temptation for me to do all of these things, uh, all the crafts and Make sure I had all the Easter eggs ready to tie-dye and tie-dye, dye, whatever. Uh, I'm not a crafty person, full disclosure, so my list of crafts was very short. But still, there was this temptation in me to, to think, okay, I need to have this active plan heading into Easter of how we're going to make it 
you know, amazing. And, and I, and I wanted to go digging for it, but then I was reminded of this moment last week in the middle of grieving my birthday or, or lack there of birthday celebration where my husband got home and he and, and Claire, Matt and Claire went out and, and set up a little steak dinner on our back deck and on our patio furniture and brought out a white tablecloth and a cute small little candle. And, and it wasn't anything extraordinary, but Claire grabbed my hand and said, Mommy, I want to show you something. I made this for you. And she stood so proudly next to this little table that she had set to celebrate my birthday. And I thought, I would have missed this. I would have missed this because I would have been digging for something more, something more exciting, something bigger, something fancier. And I would have missed the opportunity to see the way that the littleness in her was healing the little girl in me that wanted to have a birthday party. I think we need to pay attention to what's happening. We don't need to go digging for it. We don't need to do all of this work towards self-improvement. I think we simply need to receive, to be still, and to receive. Last week, I took an informal survey of married couples asking them how they're doing. And it was so fascinating because almost universally, they shared that they were actually a bit grateful for the change in pace that was being demanded of them. There were definitely still stresses and worries and they recognized that, you know, there, this is difficult and there's financial concerns, health concerns, etc. Um, but they recognized that there was this gift of time with their spouse and their children being offered to them. My spiritual director, uh, Father Joe Vogel, always says that one of the greatest forms of intimacy is simply doing nothing together. And I think we're in this experience where families, couples, are just getting the gift of time. Perhaps that's not perhaps that's not all of us. You know, those that are in that are in areas of healthcare or or other essential industries that are working overtime, etc. But I think many people in the world right now are simply being given the gift of time. They don't need to go digging for for it. It's it's being offered, and I think if we're to pay attention to it, um, I I think God wants to do something new. Um, so as we find ourselves here in Holy Week, I just wanted to offer a bit of a counter voice, perhaps in the sea of resources that are currently flooding my social media feeds and email inboxes. Uh, the new and improved workout from the comfort of your living room or the Bible study online or, I mean, whatever, some really, really good things, beautiful things, but there's a lot of them. And, and I think that the temptation is to try and calm maybe the fears or the anxieties that we're currently experiencing by medicating them with online resources or, you know, five steps to self-improvement or whatever. And I just wonder if the best option right now is to stop hustling and to simply place ourselves in that garden of Gethsemane for one hour, to stop hustling and to simply try to stay awake with Jesus, 
to sit on the floor of Best Buy with him uh, and maybe to grieve. And we don't need to stay there, but I think we need to allow ourselves that time because only when we allow ourselves that time can we actually look at the empty tomb. He is not here because he transforms suffering to resurrection every time. It's who he is. And you and I, friends, get to walk in that freedom. May you have a very blessed Triduum and a very exciting, sacred, happy Easter.